0: everybody hello it's ryan and ken from play games lose friends this is episode 41 thank you for tuning in again this is our pax preview episode and i think uh you also i'm not gonna speak for you i'll just save myself and you can comment but i'm excited for this show because of uh you know only a few more days till we go yeah we are
1: four days away uh, i'm counting them down uh super excited super pumped it's gonna be the what the first time i'm back on the floor and in, in Three packs, two packs, something like that, too, right? Yeah.
0: So it's been a while. Excited, which I don't know if my yes, my, we're so close at this point. My Pocketbook is leave. excited, but
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I think the uh, the damage has already been mostly done. Uh, you can always. Do and more I'm sure damage. we'll get to that in the back the back bot <laughs> section. Well, uh, sooner or later there will be enough damage and you will stop but i don't know when that breaking point is and i'm pretty confident you don't either so we're just gonna let this one ride you never
1: know there's a line until you cross it right
0: (laughs) (laughs) you spit on it took a leak on it erased it redrew it and then ran right over at full speed all right uh, hi, everybody. We're back. Thanks again for joining us. Uh, we are going to talk about a whole bunch of stuff packs related tonight. So if you're not interested in packs, just turn this off now and go listen to some fine music of your choosing. Otherwise, stick with us because we're going to talk about games we're bringing, our shopping lists, and some predictions we have for various meaningless uh, titles that we think will matter but probably don't. But we're going to do them anyway because they're fun to talk about. Uh, but before that, we're going to get into our playlist, and then we'll talk about the uh, the Black Friday Ken shopping extravaganza that took place. Uh, I'm very interested to hear because you have not told me everything yet, and my God, I'm curious how bad it was. I
1: feel like I only told you, <laughs> you one. You preface the right? show by, <laughs>
0: yeah. You preface the show by saying you have bags and bags of stuff and sheets to read. So uh, I it's going to be interesting. Ryan, I have, so let's, uh, I have
1: so much stuff around me right now just so I don't forget anything. It's insane.
0: <laughs> uh, you you may have a problem, but uh, you know we're 41 episodes in. I think we've established we both do at this point. It could have been worse. But yours is worse it could
1: than always, It could have always been worse. And I'll tell you about it. And how worse it could have
0: gotten. Well, look at the bright side. We have more games to play, right? Oh, if nothing so else, so many games to play. Good. All right, let's talk about what we have played since last time because there's a big list for the both of us. Uh, you had a a nice holiday. I had a nice holiday. We both had a little bit of games during our holidays. So why don't we uh, why don't we just run down your list? We'll, we'll pick you to start because I know you've got quite a few, and I'm interested to hear how the holiday gaming went.
1: All right, so. Um, yeah, so we traveled, um, to my wife's cousin's place for the holidays, uh, and for, well, not necessarily for Black Friday, but, uh, it just so happened they live right near one of the, I I would say just the best game store on the East coast. So they had a Black Friday special, which I think I previewed a little bit of it last time. So yeah, we got some games in. Now, do you want to... I guess just go one by one, or do you want to hear all of it one at a time? How do you want to go through this? Because
0: it's quite the list. Well, why don't you you just start, and we'll we'll go back and forth. So, Since we've both got large amounts. So I
1: I knew going into this, obviously with the Black Friday sale eminent, that I shouldn't go crazy on games that I was bringing, right? So the games I brought were Spellbook. The Great Split, Bad Company, Romi Rami, Hungry Monkey, and Lorcana.
0: It's a good lineup. So
1: that's all I, because uh, so my, my wife's cousin hasn't played Lorcana, so I wanted to teach him and walk him through Lorkana. He was a big Keyforge uh, player, um, so we always played Keyforge together. So now, out of that list I brought, we played Hungry Monkey, <laughs> we played Lorcana, and we played Romi Rami. Now, Romi Rami is was a new small box it plays up to four where you are trying to make sets and runs through drafting cards and sort of fulfilling contracts but then there are these uh randomized goals that you're trying to have the most of like a special suit or the most of uh sets of three sets of four runs of five and um you play it to till everyone or till someone gets like depending on the player count like seven you know completed uh, tricks or seven completed lay uh, melt um, and then you count up all the points and you see what wins. Ryan, this little game is so fun for four people. Like I could play this. This sounds good. This is like a perfect like you know outside by the pool drink game just. Yeah. It's so casual but yet so fun and so th- it's got its moments of thinkiness, right? Where should you try to hold out and and score a trick because you want to get uh, all the same uh suit that the, that the the contract is because every every uh suit that you match is an extra point at the end of the game. So you're trying to build that pile but you're also trying to get this the contracts fulfilled but uh, for just a simple little box of cards, this was so much fun. i really enjoyed this.
0: Is this another one that's like 15 bucks around? Yeah, there, I would assume. something like that. I think I paid 12 bucks, something like that. Okay. Um, but yeah. Let me ask another question too. Yeah. Is this, is this something that – like what's the game length like? 10 – you know, half- four people is probably what, less than like 20 minutes a game. Roughly?
1: Yeah, it might be a half hour tops for four people.
0: Okay. Yeah, it's super quick, super fast, cool. fun one of those ones you just want to re-rack and go again Yeah, let's go let's play Um is there a team based mode or it's always solo no it's always every every person for themselves okay cool Um yeah I'm down I love those types of <laughs> games we don't have enough I don't think we're building a collection of those more and more I think the last yeah. year or so I've noticed but yeah and it's another good one to add to the list there are definitely going to be
1: more that we'll be talking about <laughs> so <laughs> be prepared <laughs> Um, That's expected.
0: So was this the same group uh, that you played the Great Split with before and everybody loved it?
1: Yes, it was.
0: Yes, they were two of the the people that- I'm
1: surprised you guys didn't play. And we never got to go to the table just because, wait till you- Well, so this is also the family and the- the, All right, all right. And the group (laughs) that uh, we play the crew with. So we did more deep sea missions. I think we're up to like- Ah. We might be at like mission. I think we're in our twenties, the missions in the twenties now. Um, so we had a really good fun time playing through that. Again, we're big crew fans. Yeah. That'll lead up some time. Yeah. Um, and then they went, when the game store that I talked about earlier opened, they went there on opening day and they sent me a picture and I was like, Oh my God, they have point city. Well, he went and bought point city just based on me seeing it in a photograph. And Ryan, let me tell you, Point City is... It's the next level for point salad and for splendor. Uh, now, now granted, I've not played splendor with any of the expansions yet, but base splendor, you could just, it, it's a great game and it's fun. It's easy. It's simple, but point city brings what splendor brings to the table while bringing that mix and variety of point salad and it smashes them together so beautifully. This is such a beautiful game. So I don't think it necessarily replaces. It could replace both, honestly. It has that much good, goodness in it.
0: Um, but you have to try it for yeah, yourself. Yeah, that was going to be my question. Yeah. Like, I, I Splendor is a classic. We both play it and have played a lot of it. Played a good amount of Point City, but if, if Point like Salad, Point City's good. It's just, or Point, yeah, Point Salad, yeah. excuse me. It's good. It's just that, like, two or three playthroughs and you're like, eh, I'm done. And, and for what that yeah. is, I just feel like, It doesn't have leg enough legs for me personally. So if this does, then I think it just wholesale replaces Point Salad for me.
1: Yeah, I think I think you will complexity higher. No, it's basically it's Point Salad mechanics with Splendor style like engine build or or like tableau building.
0: Okay, but then you're like just watching videos on it. I could see that. Yeah, it's thing, but it's. It doesn't. It didn't seem on the surface more. It's not. Than it's point not salad. more complicated.
1: It just. It just. It. It literally smashes those two games together beautifully, and then a better product comes out of them each. I think I, I really cool. Really liked it. So yeah, nice. that's Point City. So we got to do some party games uh, since uh, my father-in-law and uh, his sister were there as well, which were. My wife's cousin's mother. So we got to play some Just One, again, with my son, too, playing. So, again, that Just One is such a – it's always a hit. Uh, I don't know. I, I know you guys have played it, right, in your family gatherings? But we really, really get a yeah, kick out a of bit. Just One. Uh, we also got to play a little of So Clover, which I think uh, we played Love last summer, too. right? Was that last summer we got to play it together? Yep, yep. Um, so we busted that out. We played that for a little bit. And then on Saturday, my wife's cousin said, well, why don't – did you ever play Mage Night? And I said, no. I was always – Oh, my God. I was always, <laughs> you know, afraid because of how big the box was and how complicated it could be. And, you know, I heard the, the rules overhead. He's like, well, I know how to play it and I know the rules. And I was like, Okay. He's like, so what we'll do is why don't we set it up, and then we'll play it throughout the day when other people don't want to play anything, and then we'll come back to it and then put it down and come back to it throughout the day. So we set that up Saturday, or I think we set it up Friday evening and played
0: throughout the day. Did you set up cooperative? No, we went competitively. Oh, okay. Interesting.
1: And man, is that game something special. Yes, it is. I I really... It is so so puzzly and so frustrating and like, yes, it is. <laughs> I felt so, and it is. And for like, you wouldn't look at it and be like, oh, this is going to be hard. It is a very brutal game. And it, but we got through it. I ended up uh, pulling it out. Um, I got fr- very frustrated at the end because you have to take out these castles And then everything in the castle gets modified. They're already fortified. And then they're all hitting like freaking trucks. And you're just like. Yeah, it's brutal. What the hell am I? Oh, and it's immune to everything I have. (laughs) So now I have to backtrack, go buy more spells that I don't, that I didn't have. Just to like, oh, it was was frustrating. But I liked a lot of what I saw. And the leveling up mechanic was really cool. How your character kept getting stronger and you could, um, you know, get different spells to to store mana moving forward. So there's a really fun game there that I really, really enjoyed. And that's old school Mage Knight.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've, I played solo because I've heard it's just an amazingly good solo game. And just trying it solo, you, you see in the first, you know, sort of noob scenario they put you into, it's just, Full of like yeah. difficult choices. So yeah. There's nothing but difficult choices. And you have action economy is at the forefront because of how short the you know, the day-night cycles are. You yeah. don't have a ton of time to get anything done. Every enemy, just about every enemy in that game is hard. Even like the orc clans or the goblins yeah. or whatever they are, they're they're not pushovers either. They're poison, five and hit one. points, and you have like
1: swing a, for six. Like, are you kidding yeah. me?
0: Like yeah. you start as a as a two. And then you have the fortified ones. You have the ice and fire oh. armor ones that are like almost impossible. to t- It's, it's amazing. Yeah. So, but yes, it's fun. And the mechanics in that game are super solid. The learning curve is high, but you're lucky that you had somebody to like, you know, someone who knew the game well enough to teach you. Cause that game is not an easy thing to learn. That rule book sucks so bad. Yeah. It is one of the worst rule books I've ever <laughs> seen in my life. Well, the hardest thing was me was the
1: math of the damage that's the part that kept getting me, and it was
0: frustrating and the, me. The wound cards yes. that you have to deal, yes, right? Like, oh, yeah. It's very confusing That's, at first. Matt, that it makes sense once you. No, play I get it. it. I get yeah. it. But
1: it just didn't. It didn't. It it didn't. Cl- it it still doesn't click. I'll be honest with you. And I was like, oh yeah, I get it. <laughs> I still don't understand it. I was still mad about yeah. it. It frustrated Same me. Here. So I was like, whatever.
0: So if I have to. Like, if I sit down to play it again, I have to go over that rule specifically to remind myself how it works because I know it's not intuitive at all. And again, like, once you do it, you're like, oh, okay. But that initial, like, you know, mental absorption just isn't there. That And, and again, the rule book for me doesn't help. At least you had a good teacher. But yeah. I'm glad you finally played it because it is really good. It's, I mean, it's – Yeah, I played the um, – It's just punishing. That like, fun. that green pterodactyl monster guy who looks like Sauron from X-Men. Yeah. I played him. Yes. He was cool. That's who you picked. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I and I found some synergies I just had the mage Knight. I found some synergies pretty quickly. I can't remember his name? Um, you yeah. know. Yep. Uh, and it, with his abilities like he could fly for free. Like it was cool. Like I liked I liked the the character building with the deck building. But yeah, that was mage night. So we we ended up finishing that Saturday evening. So we had set it up Friday, played it off and on throughout the day Saturday. Uh, but got it done. Um, That's good. And now the rest of the games I played, I couldn't get into really unless I spoil Black Friday. Do you want me to just wait here, pass it to you, and then touch a little bit on it when I get into the bot section? I think you could talk about them here. Okay. So before I move into the Black Friday games that I ended up playing after purchase, um last Tuesday was... League night for Lorcana. So I've been really, as I think you've heard in a couple episodes, really excited about it. So every Tuesday for the next eight weeks is going to be a League night. And basically you get five packs, you throw them together, that's your deck. And then you get three games a night. Um, each week you get another pack to mix in and sort of massage your deck. So I'll get uh, seven more packs. And uh, so far I'm doing really well i won all three of my games two of them i did give up a loss so it was 2-1 instead of 2-0 but it's a points league and so far i'm uh, i'm doing well on on night 1 so super excited about that the new set is amazing congratulations so thank you um, and we'll see how when we t- start talking about packs <laughs> I'll, I'll swing back to lorcana then so <laughs> Okay. So for the other games that, uh, we've played. So it'll be two that I purchased for Black Friday, two that my wife's cousin purchased for Black Friday, and then one that we got in our swag bag. We got to play. So, um, the, ge- uh, we, I bought a game called Gozu X and Gozu X is a army. So a Tableau army building game where you have eight factions in the box, you mix three of them together, and you're trying to build out a tableau of fifth, uh, three by five of these characters. And every time, uh, so once everyone is done playing, then you go to war with the character's strength. But the characters all do unique abilities and do special skills, um, and the and it's a two-player game, so you're just trying to get to the first person who wins two battles wins. But there's different ways to win battles, different scoring – different win conditions. But there is a lot in this game, Ryan. And I got this game – so, this was the first day – or the first morning of the Black Friday sale. I paid $18 for a $40 game. And that's Gozu X. Damn. So, the art – oh, my God. The art is amazing. So, that was my – How many players does it support? Two. It's a two-player game only. Oh, okay. It's just two-player. Yep, just two-player. Gotcha. All right. So then the other so game... you got
0: one play of it in? Yep, or, one play. Or a couple. Just one play.
1: Well, it was one... Gotcha. So basically, best of three is how that works. Sort of like a, you know, Lorcana, right? Okay. You play it three times, best two out of three. So the same thing was this, if you can get there first. Or if you can... If it goes to a third game, but you could win in two.
0: Overall verdict with this this vault to the top of your... Or near the top of your two-player game list? It's... I got to play it more because I think the factions really bring a lot of
1: uniqueness. And the fact that there's eight and then you can pick three to play with and find out who does what better or synergizes with what. Um, But I think there's a lot of game there that I've enjoyed. Um, But plus the art is super cool. Okay. Cool. So the next one I bought was Wormholes, which was... Oh, yeah. uh, I guess what was that? Last year's hit at PAX? Or was that just this year? I forget I thought it was last year I think it was, it was last year yeah, pretty sure it was last year. I think you're right, so wormholes I paid twenty dollars for, and four of us got to sit down and play. uh my son played, he really enjoyed it, and it's a it's a it's a pick up and deliver game and at its core, but the building of the wormhole network you're not doing it just for yourself, you're doing it because you want it to be advantageous. For the other players, because yes, they get to do a, a pickup and a drop off, but they're paying you to do that. And if they could, do, if they can pay you multiple money. times, uh, that's real. That's real solid. So, I think wormholes is coming to packs. I think us with a couple beers are really going to enjoy this game. So, sneak peek to our list
0: earlier. Uh, this one made the cut. So, have you played a lot of? Route builder delivery games thus far, and and if so, what sets this one out from the others? Um,
1: so, I think, I guess, what, Ticket to Ride, maybe? But again, I don't play train games. I don't like train games. They're boring. Route building is boring to me. But this does it more fun, <laughs> or in a more fun way. <laughs> it was boring to you. But this is- You just needed to add some space, I guess. I, I don't know if it's the theme or the mechanic of the wormholes that really make it something. Well, maybe – what if they made space trains? Then what would you do? I don't know. The art would have to be awesome. Maybe they have, uh, <laughs> they'd have to have like anteaters as the conductors of the space
0: trains. But all right, Now we're getting a little too specific. But if uh, if I get into publishing, I know what to look for just to get you to buy stuff. So, yeah. But uh, wormholes from AEG,
1: I couldn't pass it up for 20 bucks. I knew it was on my list last year. didn't get to grab it.
0: Because I don't think they had it on sale anywhere last year, right? That's why I didn't grab it. Right, it was on the list. Yeah, here and there. Not twenty dollars. No. Yeah. At least I didn't see it for twenty bucks because I had my eye on it too for a while. Um so then and I don't
1: know how much it it got purchased for. I I it can't be expensive. It might have been eighteen dollars, and this was Thunder Road Vendetta. So my wife's cousin picked it up. He was eyeing it oh, last God, time. I'm so glad you bought this. He was he was eyeing it up or wait, you didn't I didn't it, buy didn't. it. I didn't buy it. Um but he did. I've heard nothing but awesome things about this scene so, so far. So this thing so we played it uh yesterday. And this was and and I I'm not a big race fan, but I did love twisted metal as a kid. And this is like Mad Max meets twisted metal. So it's it's basically a race game, but you can kill each other, and that's how you can also win by blowing up each other's cars. Uh you can also blow each other's cars up randomly um by causing all kinds of crazy antics to happen. Like if you That's yeah, just mayhem. Mayhem, right? So you put if you end your turn so you have to run your full movement, okay? But as soon as you interact with anything in your movement phase your movement does stop. So if you have a five, and you get to somebody on three, you lose your other two movement. But then you're sitting on top of their vehicle, and then you have to roll this dice, and then it says what happens to the car on the top or the car on the bottom, and then the other dice is directional. So basically, you you cause this like collision, and depending on who, if you have a larger vehicle, you can always re-roll. You have the option to re-roll, um, but if not, then it just sort of the dice happen. That's what happens. And random stuff occurs, right? So in the middle of – so in the beginning, it was really quiet, real slow going, not really getting too crazy. But as you're getting to the middle part of the map, it narrows and there are these two cave walls or, or cliff sides, mountain sides. And then it was a narrow passage. So we ended up having these big slam competitions with each other on their cars. And we ended up killing each other's cars by throwing them into the into the sides of the building or sides of the mountain, blowing <laughs> up the cars and then you have a special action where you can call in a helicopter to like take a pop shot so he brought so so my my wife's cousin brought the brought the, his helicopter in he was down to one more car he took a shot uh hit me then on my turn, I slammed into his car, rolled the dice. I hurl his car into his own helicopter and he blows up. Cause you can die by being, wow. by being hurled into the helicopter. And that's how I won the game is by hurling his car into his own helicopter. Cause the helicopters stay on the board once they're placed until you play them again, until you move them again. So this is super fun, super silly, super random, but, uh,
0: but he enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Uh, and that's Thunder Road Vendetta. Now, would you say I, I, one of the things that I'm always concerned about with games like that, which they're fun and that's what they're designed for, but is there enough strategic depth to it that it overcomes the craziness or the no, realness
1: of it? No, this is just okay. this is just Super Smash Brothers, right? In a
0: in a car, right? Or like <laughs> in, like Mario Kart, right? Super Smash Brothers, right? Like it's just silly. Yeah, yeah.
1: It's just silly fun. This is yes, you can you can. I don't think it's that strategic. Uh, It might get with different maps or the expansion, but base game was just mayhem and fun, right? You know, you try to not cause mayhem, but it happens. And then you realize, oh, I can win with mayhem. Okay, let's
0: get the mayhem going. Yeah. Um, This is restoration, right?
1: uh, Yes, I believe so. Okay, I thought so.
0: Cool. Cool. So then you played it because I've been looking at it for a while, so at least one of us has played it yes, this far.
1: Yeah, and, and like I said, he was eyeing it up the last time we were at the game store before they moved. And I was and they and, and they were couldn't stop gushing over how good it was. And you know, it happened to be on the table on sale, so um but yeah. So another game we played is called Truffle Shuffle, and this game It's – how do I – I'm trying to think of how I can describe this. It's got the layout mechanics of, like, Seven Wonders Duel, where, like, some cards are face up, some cards are face down. And you can only pick cards that are open, so to speak. And you're trying to build, like – You're like a chocolatier, right? Yes, yes. So, you're trying to build, like – Yeah. Yeah, I looked at
0: this a while ago.
1: So, again, this is, like, sets and runs and – you know, different numbers, but then there's like special ones that like, there's equal cards and there's take three cards and there's wilds and there's color changes. So you have like complete manipulation over the cards. And then again, you're trying to score the most points um, with your, with your, your chocolate tricks, so to speak. Um, and there's a lot of different, so it's similar in nature to, uh, you know, some of the other games we've played and talked about. But, yeah, but this was, again, this is more for, like, you know, some of the older folk family-type games. Uh, But I didn't mind playing it. Like, it didn't bother me.
0: Like, it's you're saying that because it's more approachable and a little overly simplistic, or just it wasn't that riveting of a play? I just think there's so much like it already out there. Yeah. I've heard the same. That's why I didn't get it. It's It's not bad. It's not bad. It's just, yeah. Do something similar or better. Yeah.
1: And then the last one – oh, actually, hold on. Sorry. I fit. Another game we played was purchased at at the Black Friday sale for – I think I paid $3.75 for this one. And this is a card game called (laughs) – Basically giving it away. And this is a a card game called Elimino. Now, uh, as we were setting up Elimino – now, this is a four – it plays up to five players. And my son used to play it. This this game at daycare called Garbage, where you have like eight cards in front of you, and you're just trying to like get the numbers to match one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, and you're swapping cards and picking cards and discarding cards. So this basically took that card that game of Garbage and added more powers and more specialty stuff to it. So like you can add bombs and sabotage each other's boards when they're trying to get. You know, their are sets. So I just was happy that my son, pick, my son picked it out, Um, not really knowing what it was. And I looked at it. I was like, okay, it's 375. It can't be that bad. Or it can't be, you know, even if it's bad, whatever. And we sat down to play it, and we we really enjoyed it.
0: So it's called Elimino. It's nice when you can find something that's, like, bargain like that that actually works out and is fun to play. Because there's not a lot of those. Usually when they get marked down, you're like, well, this is shit. Yeah. And- <laughs> Every so often, you find one gem like that 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 yeah. just got overlooked or whatever, and turns out to be pretty good. Yeah, and I'll
1: explain why it was so cheap uh, in a in a minute when we get into the bot section. But uh, and then the last game that I played uh, was part of the hundred and fifty dollar value uh, swag bag um, for Black Friday, and it is not a swag bag, Ryan. This was a swag box, and I'll just. The one game that we both got in our swag boxes was a two-player card game called District Noir um, from Panosaurus. And what you're trying I was to do—heard
0: of this, but I don't remember what it is.
1: Yeah. So what you're trying to do is—it plays a little like Colorado. Do you remember when we played Colorado, where event, you have to put cards in rows, and then eventually you have to take a pile, right? You remember? Yeah. So this is the same thing, but this is only two players. So like, there's plus cards, there's minus cards. There's four different colors of the districts or you can win by getting these three unique cards. And basically, you're going to do this three times and then whoever has the most points at the end wins. But you can sometimes force the player into when to pick the cards from the pile because they know they can't – like, if they don't do it, you're going to win. So, like, there's some strategy in how you play the cards out because you're going to pull five cards from the middle or – the max card is five from the middle so we played that again I was looking at it too was happy to see it in the swag box um, got a play through and and from a two-player perspective and our two-player experience I thought this was really good it's, it's you know it may not be top 10 two-player game but it's it's solid in the middle um, I think for for younger two-player games this might
0: be good too for younger kids. that's cool fairly uh, replayable. Like it's something that you yeah. sit down and try multiple times. Yeah, I could see that. Um, and my friend, that is my playlist. So that is. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we're out of time for tonight. So thanks for <laughs> <No, I'm> joining us. <laughs> uh, I figured you were going to have a big list just from the holidays and getting playtime with family, but the, uh, the Black Friday stuff uh, is smart of you to not bring as much and to play what you bought because, uh, if you're buying that much, you might as well get them to the table, right? Otherwise, you're just going to go home and sit and shrink until you get the chance.
1: So what I did think you that play, was a good strategy. Well, I think that's the strategy right. we're doing, too, for packs, right? <laughs> Spoiler alert. Yeah, I Ish. think I'm
0: just going to bring – I'll talk about that when we get okay. there. Okay, Yes, right. I think we're bringing a little less than we usually do, which is is smart. We, we always bring a ton and we only get to about half of it, which, <laughs> you know, it's the way it goes. All right. Uh, my list isn't as long as yours, but we did play some family stuff over break. Um, I got to play more Aurum, the trick taking game, which I love. Um, my son actually participated this time and enjoyed it. So that's now everyone in my family, except my daughter who doesn't really play games a whole lot, unless they're kind of more simple. He liked it. We, we had a good time playing it. So that was really cool. And I enjoyed getting to to do that. Uh, we played with my sister and brother-in-law and they had a good time too. So that game's. Rising up on my list is something that I want to play more and more frequently. I really enjoy Aurum. We also played more Twelve Chip Trick, which you and I have talked about last episode, as you know, something that snuck yeah. up on us as being one of our favorite, at least one of my favorites this year. That's gotten a ton of play since I bought it, and just keeps going. And then we played That's Not a Hat, which we've talked about on the show before. That is just a ridiculously stupid fun party game. It's not something that you want to sit there and play like all night. But, for the first time, we probably played it for like close to an hour. We just kept going through stuff. We were cracking up at people forgetting stuff after the first round. So for like twelve bucks, I think it was. That is such <laughs> a fantastic like family party game so easy to understand for people. highly recommend if if you have holiday gaming sessions and you're looking for something light for grandma, that's a good one because Grandma is never gonna remember that she has a balloon flipped over. <laughs> uh, and we also just played just one just like you mentioned we've played that a ton and still super popular and easy to play everybody enjoys playing that one we played that one on thanksgiving i also played and talked about this last episode as well and again thanks to you a shitload of sale (laughs) um that is at this point might be one of my games if not the game of the year so far it is so damn crunchy and good really hard really fun Really well executed and just very clever. And it's just got a hold of the two of us. My wife and I have played, I don't know, five games of it over the course of the last three days. Uh, We managed to beat, I think, two or three scenarios in that time. So we're actually getting to the dreaded scenario four, which is like one of the hardest ones. And there's still like, what, six more to go or eight more to go because the expansion's in there and it adds another seven or eight scenarios. So you did throw the expansion Uh, in? This game is just... What's that? So you did throw the expansion, or does it just get bolted on at the end? So you can play through the base game. You can throw the expansion pirates into the base game if you want, but you play through the base game through the first set of scenarios. I think there's six or seven. And when you're done with those, you can start the next. And the next include – the expansion versions include different tokens that do different things. I haven't really read through the rules yet because I just don't want to know what they do until I get there. But I saw, like, mentions of allied ships and there's, like, crow's nests and wheels and stuff. So maybe there's, like, you know, power-ups in certain spaces or assists when you need them because this game is so well designed and so tight, you cannot screw up when you play. Like, you you have a very, very small window of error and you can get through it sometimes. But for the most part, you really have to focus on what you're doing, like – intensely you have to remember what card you pass to your teammate you have to remember the suits that were put into the the kraken deck you have to count cards to a certain extent probably more than just about any other trick-taking game uh, that i've played that's cooperative like that it's just really 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 good so we played a ton of that and i I can't wait to play again it's still sitting on the shelf upstairs in the dining room we're probably going to play this week i hope very nice so yeah i'm loving that I finally got to play Monstrosity. (laughs) We uh, (laughs) talked about the Kickstarter a long time ago, and I've had the Kickstarter open forever. It still hasn't fulfilled. I don't know what's going on with that project. It's just taking forever. Uh, but we did get the base game from Target for like 10 bucks and we played it now twice. And my God, that's caused so many fights already. <laughs> uh, with my my kids just don't do well with this person wins over this person. Like they just are sore losers sometimes. <laughs> but the game itself is really fun. It is super difficult. Um, one person grabs a card from a deck. It just has like a monster on it. And the, when I say a monster, it's not like, you know, Mike Wazowski. It's like some monstrously formed amalgamy of multiple disgusting, weird animal-alien-hybrid-robot things. Uh, And you're supposed to describe it. You look at the card for 20 seconds, you remember as, as many details as you can, you then describe it, I think in one minute, to all the other players, and they can ask you questions later, and they have two minutes to draw it and so they each do their own rendition and then you as the card holder look at all the renditions and choose which one you think is closest to the card and then the rest of the players vote on the one they think is closest to the card and then points are issued so this is a really fun game i would think if i got it again to play with the family i would probably get the kids version cuz the stuff that is in the like monster deck is so detailed it's impossible for kids like it's just so hard um but my kids did alright with it until they started arguing about whose was better and and then it just all went downhill. So that's a family problem, not a not a, not game, a game. problem. problem. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh but fun game, I, I do recommend it. I don't know how much replayability it has with the initial deck of cards, but there are expansions supposedly whenever I get this Kickstarter fulfilled, so hopefully that adds some additional tentacles to the game. Uh what else? I got to play uh Battletech, which is not something that would normally be on either of our lists uh, for a board game podcast. But my son has two good friends who have been trying to get him to play Battletech, tabletop Battletech for, uh, I don't know, a couple months. And we finally got the four of us to sit down when they were over one night and they brought their Battletech starter box, which is, I think you can get it from target. Their dad was telling me you can get it from target, Um, but you can get it other places too. It's basically a tabletop skirmish game. Uh, With mechs, so think like Mech Warrior or or even BattleTech if you've played that before. Uh, We had teams, so I was teamed up with his one friend, and he was teamed up with his other friend, and we just started blasting Jack um, as much as possible. So he had a good time to an extent because he just isn't as into that stuff as they are. So they they were all you know excited for it. He kind of just was like tolerating getting beat up on for a while until we we called it at like an hour and a half in because they had to go home. Interesting game, though. It's it's a lot like most other skirmish games. It's just got, you know, that mech warrior theme where you're taking damage to your mech in certain parts of the body. You can disable people's legs and arms. I know there's more advanced rules with different weaponry, with different modifiers for, like, armor and stuff like that. There's weapon overheating and cooling, stuff like that. So there's, there's a lot that we didn't touch in that starter box, but it, it was fun. It, it kind of took me back a little bit to some of my skirmish days with War Machine and, and Malifaux, and uh, we had a good time with it. And then the last game I played, uh, which is one I would like to pick up at PAX, but I don't think it's going to be there yet, is uh, NAR got released on BGA, on Board Game Arena. Oh, nice. Um, it's K-N-A-R-R. This is kind of a Viking-themed game where you're basically drafting cards um, and getting to play the sets of cards so that you can fulfill certain conditions um there's all kinds of different little mechanics in it i I don't remember it fully enough now but i played a couple games just to kind of get to see the guts of the game and i think this is going to be a purchase for me when this comes out it's just a basically a card game um but it does a few things different and some of the choice agony in this reminds me a little bit of arboretum um, with what you draft okay and you can also sort of set up uh So basically when you draft a card of a given color, you trigger the production of that color plus the production of the other cards in that column that you've drafted. So for example, if I draft a yellow card and it produces like a bracelet and I have three other yellow cards, you know, they each produce a victory point. I'm going to produce three victory points every time I take a yellow card, but you also kind of have to balance out what you take a little bit to fulfill these sort of delivery contracts or or I guess they're missions or exploration missions but you also have to try to watch your opponents to make sure they're not getting the cards they need to get ahead too much. So there's so much agonizing choice in this game. I think it's really well done and I think this is going to be a good hit with our board game group. So as soon as that's out in print, I think it comes out early next year. I'm going to pick this up, but if they happen to have it at PAX, it's it's definitely going to be a buy. Nice. I think that's it for my my playlist. That's pretty much everything. Not not anywhere near as big as yours, but we definitely played a lot over the holidays and um, some of those ones like nar and and uh and sale just were a lot of fun for me because i i really enjoyed them and sales god damn it's good it's just a good game you have to when when i'm done i'm definitely giving it to you and you and and the okay. spouse have to try it cuz it's right. it's fantastic i so actually I think almost that does bought it for
1: it. our playlist they had it it wasn't on oh, sale really? but <laughs> they had it yeah I debated yeah. it. I yeah, like, don't yeah. buy it.
0: I'll, I'll give you. I'll give you that copy. I think you bought enough now. You need to stop. That's enough. Put the. I, I keep saying that. But we're going in four days to do more of it. So you know what? I'll just shut up. But yes, yeah, so well as soon as I finish it, I'll, I'll hand it over to you. You can enjoy it because it's. I know you're going to like it. Okay. I know you're going to play it and be like, dude, you were right. It's right. that good. All right. We are 45 minutes in this episode, and we haven't even gotten to the packs portion. So maybe we should start. <laughs> uh, um so four days is PAX 23, PAX Unplugged 23. We will be going. We'll be there all day Friday. Yes. This will be your first time back in a while going to the show. So I'm, I know you're very excited. Oh, my God, uh, dude. I can't uh, wait to a be whole on bunch that floor. Of, oh. <laughs> There's a whole bunch of uh, great vendors that are going to be there this year in the expo area. Um, I'm going to go see Mike and Jerry from Penny Arcade at 1 o'clock. I have a demo scheduled at 12 already for uh, – uh, chicken Fried Dice. Uh, that's a, a game being done by a fella named Ashwin who follows us on Twitter, who helped uh, design the wolves. So I'm looking forward to meeting him and getting to check that out. So we've got lots planned for the day. It's going to be a lot of fun. I know you have a Lorcana tournament you're going to join, right? Maybe. I'm hoping. I'm hoping. Yeah. We'll see. Hopefully that works out. And we'll, we'll dip into that board game library, too. And and uh, I've got my beef jerky pack, so I don't have to leave. I <laughs> can just... <laughs> So, you know, hard tack and some chaw and we'll make it through the day. Uh, Dried salted fish, perhaps. I don't know. Whatever else we can get at the provisions shop. Some oxen, maybe a few wagon wheels. (laughs) We'll be good. All right. We've got some things we wanted to cover for the PAX preview. And we're going to go down this list and talk about the games we're bringing. So we'll start there. Jump into our shopping list. Maybe we'll just, you know, top five of what we're looking to buy while we're there. And then we've got some predictions. I figured it would be fun this year to do a f- <laughs> few predictions about some stupid stuff. So we'll, we'll do that and just see. And the predictions are for the whole group, not just for us as individuals. So uh, let's jump into games we're bringing. I'm going to start. So I got Ice a while back as a Kickstarter. Still haven't played it. Well, I, I shouldn't say that. We haven't played it together. So this one does support five players, and we have five folks that are going to be there and staying together in hotels Uh So I'm super excited to get this to the table. I think everybody's going to like how this plays because it's not – it's cooperative, but not. And normally when you have those competitive co-op games, they don't work very well. There's very few that we've played where we actually sort of like what we saw. I think Moonrakers is one of the few exceptions. But this one somehow works really well in that you – your your opponents cooperate, but they don't want to. <laughs> like the, You're able to basically leverage their resources in a way. Uh, it's very strange, but yet somehow is fun and, and works out pretty well. So I'm very curious to see how that goes. I also decided to bring... Uh, you guys suggested to bring Cat in the Box, so that's coming along. And we had so much fun with that last year, there's no reason not to bring it. And it supports five, so that'll be a good time. And then the last one, I had Fit to Print on the list. We haven't played Fit to Print yet, at least I don't think you have, right?
1: No, not yet. Yeah,
0: we both got it and have not played it. So I was going to bring that, and I decided instead to swap it out for Vast the Crystal Cavern. I've had Vast the Crystal Cavern for over a year now, maybe two years. We played it one time. I think we had some fun with it and were interested in the game more, but we just never played it, and... I'm kind of at the point where I want to play it some more to decide if it deserves to stick around in my collection. And so it supports five. It's a pretty weird, unique game with some asymmetry. Um The teach isn't awful, so I should be able to get through it quick enough, but I'm going to bring that one along instead of it to print just to, to get some play time in and see what everybody thinks, whether or not it should stick around. So that is what I am going to bring. And I'm not doing more than that. I'm just not.
1: So what do you got? And what do you, is that? Is that three? You have three?
0: That's three for me, yep.
1: Three. All right. So, similar to Ice uh, was a game that we that I purchased uh, that we just haven't had a chance to get to the table yet, but we know we're going to probably like it, uh, and that is Expeditions by Stonemaier Game, which is the Scythe sort of sequel. Um, so, that is on the list coming. Yeah, I can't wait to play that. Another uh, game that I just think we're going to have so much fun with, maybe just hopefully the game's good. I don't know. It's a trick taker. The theme is one of my favorite things, which is uh, the American Psycho movie. So this is the American Psycho uh, trick-taking game. And then I believe I I had originally planned to bring Challengers, which was the capture the flag tournament game. But – I think Wormholes needs to make an appearance, because I think we'll enjoy that. And then I have another game that I bought that I'll talk about later. I think thematic-wise is going to be hilarious for our group. So, that one might make the cut. So I might be bringing five, or I might be cutting challengers. I don't know yet. So, that's where... That is your call, buddy. So, that's where my... That's where my list is at at current. Um, Just knowing some of the things that I'll be buying too. So,
0: Yeah. One one of the things with this is like curating for the group because we know our group so well and also curating because we know what we're going to try to hunt down on the floor on Friday because we don't go – we haven't gone to the show Saturday or Sunday traditionally the last few years because we just game all day Saturday and, you know, well into Saturday morning, almost Sunday morning basically – or I guess it is Sunday morning. By the time we yeah. stop, it's like two, three in the morning. So, yeah, no, I, I think you you got to know what to bring. You you know your yeah. collection and the target audience and what you are going to buy. So, uh, make the right call. And I don't think we'll care either way because they're all good games. Shopping list. Why don't you start us off here? So maybe we just do. Uh, I know we both have fairly large shopping lists, but why don't we just, for the sake of of uh, for sake of time, just do like our top five. Maybe we alternate.
1: You want to go back and forth? Okay. Um. So, my first one, and it actually almost got purchased this weekend, but I was (laughs) trying trying to be good. But it is a game uh, called uh, Ancient Knowledge. And this is a game that it seems like you're building these... Monuments and constructing these artifacts to, like, I guess, sort of pass on your knowledge and your information. Um, you're trying, so it's got like this engine building style to it that I just really thought was so cool. Just watching, you know, watching some of the playthroughs, the art looks really cool. The designer, I don't really know, I believe, uh, it's his first design, he's a French designer. Uh, and I think it's brought out. It's a, and it's yellow publishing. So that's usually a good sign. Now, the only sort of issue about maybe buying it is it does only play its two to four. That's okay. So that's why I didn't buy it. You can just sit out. Ah, <laughs> nice. <laughs> cool. So that's one yeah. I want to hunt down for a good price.
0: And that is Ancient Knowledge. I'm in. i'll I'll, that's the other thing we got to share a list so we can keep an eye out for each other because that's generally how it goes this year i don't have to go shopping for you which will be wonderful (laughs) my number five is uh wandering towers uh this is a kramer and kiesling game i believe and uh it looks like just utter fun it supports up to five i think or six players actually you're uh You're a wizard and you're trying to get into this like Ravenclaw tower, this dark, you know, stone tower, and you use cards to move yourself around or to move towers around. Uh, You can actually get trapped inside your towers or other towers, and you're doing the same thing to other wizards. And you also have to remember where your wizards are once they're trapped. The towers are stackable, so you could have your wizard land, you know, on a space on top of a tower and then someone moves a tower and stacks it on top. And now your wizard's trapped in the second floor of that tower. The game is just like crazy chaos and, but also a little bit strategic enough that it's going to be fun. It's also a pretty good family game from my understanding, although my family will never play it. So I think our board game family will play it and that's kind of the target audience for me. So, yeah, number five for me is is definitely Wandering Towers. And supposedly it's around like thirty-five to forty bucks, so I'll keep an eye out for a decent price there. Nice. So my I guess what number
1: four yeah. is a two-player card card game called Time Division. Um and this is uh published by Heidelbar Games, which is the company that puts out Hungry Monkey. And Another game I'll talk about later. (laughs) Um, and this is where you, you're, it's again, it's a two player head to head where you do a draft phase, then you do a play phase. And I I like that mechanic. And I I think it's a very short, you know, short amount of cards. So it's not a lot of stuff to it, but each, I guess time, like each round, uh, has a different effect that happens. Each character has unique effects. So then basically your tactics will change based on what cards you have, when you're playing them. So it just seemed like uh, a good little tug of war for, you know, just two players.
0: Uh, and that's called time division. I can't say I've ever heard of that one. How did you hear about it?
1: Um, I, I try to watch a lot of like two player stuff only. So this okay. one just popped up on the radar. I think I was even probably actually browsing games that were done by the company that put out Hungry Monkey to find other things and then I stumbled on this and then just started looking at it in a little more detail. So that's number number four, time division.
0: I'm down for some two player action. Still want to get more Mirroring and Mary King in at some point. Oh yeah. You you definitely need that. Number four for me there's so many to choose from. This is like impossible. But number <laughs> four for me is Spots. Uh Spots is a cute little dice roller, sort of dice gambling game with just Dalmatians on cards and they all have goofy names there's even a card where the dog's butthole is the one die which you know immediately sells me uh i need some more stuff like this that's kind of fun to play with the kids and and family type and it's cute and pretty quick and pretty easy to play not real challenging it's just kind of a bit of push your luck um, which is a mechanic i tend to like sometimes as long as it's not too punishing so this one runs somewhere between twenty and twenty-five bucks and is four players. But I know the the family would probably enjoy this, so I'm going to pick that one up if I find it. Uh, so that's spots. And yes, it was reviewed on Shut Up and Sit Down a long time ago. It was actually in their holiday gift guide just recently posted. Nice. What do you got for number three? Uh, so my number three, um,
1: and this was one uh, I I just heard uh, heard about it somewhere, hoping it's going to be there where uh, you are sort of like adventuring through this region. The game is called Delta. Hence, you'll be exploring the Delta region. And you will be observing Mechanimals, which are steampunky animals that you use your crew. Um, it's, I believe it's a worker placement game with action selections. So that you can continue to add new crew members and then go out on these special missions and gather all the information you need about these Mechanimals. But it looks like it's got some hand management, there's resource gathering, so it just seems like a hodgepodge of all kinds of mechanics uh, blended into one. Um, but that theme of cyberpunk, steampunk animals got me, so I'm, I got excited about that.
0: And that's a game called Delta. Yeah, you and animals, any any animal thing. I uh, all of them. I'm just gonna mass produce stuff with animals on it, and you'll you and your ilk will buy it. <laughs> very very wealthy. Not really. I've uh, I've learned over the years if you want to be wealthy, don't go into <laughs> board gaming. It's just not gonna it's not gonna pan out. All right, number three for me uh, is Sea Salt and Paper. Uh, I've been looking for some more small box card games that are fun to play with the group. Uh, sea Salt and Paper I've heard a ton about. I've played a bunch of it on BGA now and I've, I have can see what the buzz is about. It's a very unique game, not a lot like it in terms of execution. And I think we'll have a lot of fun as a a good filler game, you know, similar to Hungry Monkey on game nights when we we've got, you know, 30 minutes left to quick slam out something else. So uh, I think this is down to like, 12 bucks, 15 bucks. So this is a great pickup and definitely something it's only four players. So I don't know if we'll have a chance to play it at PAX, but if we don't, no big deal. Um, but I think it's going to be a hit with our group too. And I, I'm pretty sure you're going to like it. You're also going to hate it because there's, again, it's a little bit more of that hand management and sort of gambling when you choose to end the round, which I think is a really interesting mechanic in that game that a lot of the others don't have. So number three is sea salt and paper again, like somewhere between 12 and 15 bucks. I should be able to find it. Looking forward to picking that one up.
1: Yeah, that is surprisingly a very, very tiny box. I don't know if you've ever seen it up close. It is yeah. a I
0: have. It's, it is it's a, a tiny, really tiny little game.
1: box. I was like, Are you kidding me?
0: I was like, I couldn't believe how small that game was. Yep. Um Yeah, it's like the perfect thing to throw yeah. in your backpack if you're going to somebody's place and you want to play a good card game or, you know, again like work, whatever. We we get some launch games and that's a good one to play. I'm excited. I I think it's going to be fun. Okay.
1: So my, are we number two now? Um, Yes. Number two. So this is one that I haven't really watched too much on, but I just heard it was something new. I believe it was um, one of the, uh, like sort of a hit at one of the, like the later conventions of the year. And it is a game called dragon keepers. And, uh, what you do is, it's, you know, competing magicians where you have, uh, you have cards that go into the magic book and then you have cards that, uh, represent some of the dragons and then you use the magic to herd the dragons and then you can return cards to your magic book. So it just seems like there's really card manipulating games but the art is super cute, super cool. It's from Cosmos. So, I'm looking forward to that one as well. And it's one of those um designer artists. So, it's the designer of Legends of Andor, and he also did the um oh nice. The, that Robin Hood game. So, he's got a pretty decent pedigree. Uh but again, the art style is what really, you know, hooked
0: me on this one. And that's Dragon Keepers. Yeah, I've, I've seen this one, too, and I'm glad it's on your list because this is one I've been intrigued into, so now I don't have to buy it. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> as long as one of us gets it. All right. Number two for me is a, a game a little old now. I think it's three years old, but I have not found it in a while, and it's out of stock some places that I oftentimes shop, and that's Spicy. Um, spicy is a bluffing, lying card game um, where you're basically kind of putting down your cards face down or putting down a card face down and people don't know what it is and you're able to sort of, you know, lie about what it could be. Uh, potentially, it's got a little bit of that cockroach poker vibe, but it plays a lot differently. Um, this is a beautiful production of a card game too. And so this is one I've had on my list for a little while. Just couldn't, I think when I found it a while ago, it was kind of marked up a bit and I just decided to wait. I had plenty of other stuff to to purchase and had already backed like several large sums of money for board games and was like, well, I'll just wait. So if I can find it at PAX, I'm going to snag it. This is one I've been wanting for a while. So that's uh spicy. And I think spicy plays up to six players. So we'll be able to play it at PAX if, if we can find it.
1: So I, all right. Well,
0: number one, before we get to number, number
1: one, I almost bought spicy today. It was in my hand because spicy, because spicy <laughs> is published by the same company who did hungry monkey. But when we get to the yes. game that I bought instead, I hope it's just as good. But Spicy almost was purchased. I'm
0: not gonna lie; it was so close. Uh, so, <laughs> well, that leaves it leaves it for me. I need more games where I can lie. So this is perfect.
1: <laughs> All right. So my number one game that I want to pick up is uh, a game called Forest Shuffle. Uh, so this is, I believe. Uh, done by Lookout Games, published by Lookout Games. You are, and again, sticking with the theme of wildlife and animals and whatnot, but you want to gather the most trees that attract the species to those trees. So therefore, you're creating this ecological balance um of the flora and fauna. And you get six cards to start that either are a particular type of tree or a forest dweller, and then it's got this draw two mechanic. It just got some weird card play mechanics, uh, if I remember correctly, that are unique to it. It's got some probably
0: ish yes, yes. Like hand management. Um, right?
1: And this is the first in a new series of games from Lookout, so I'm excited about you know when a new line of games start up, but. It just – the art looks so cool to me. The concepts of these games, the, like the the concept of, of how you're playing just looked so cool to me. So, uh, yeah, Far Shuffle is definitely coming home and it plays up to
0: five, two to five. The thing I like the most about that game was you don't know when the yes. game is going to end. I think there's, there's like – Yeah, cards I think it's three winter cards. And, and you yeah. don't know when you're going to get – yeah, that's it. So when you get to that third one, the game just ends and you have no idea. (laughs) So you're like constantly weighing when the right time is to play stuff versus not. Yeah, it looks really good. I'm I'm with you on that one. All right. Number one for me is something you're going to hate. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. It is a Euro type game called the White (laughs) Castle. This has been getting a lot of buzz lately and for good reason. Uh, this is like a mix of resource management and worker placement and dice placement. basically you get nine turns. you only get nine turns in the game, and you have to absolutely make the most of those nine turns. However, there's a little bit of um combo building throughout the game where, as you go, you start to basically in those last three, four or five turns, depending on how you play or how good you play you can do a lot. You can combo a lot of stuff. You can trigger a lot of things. You can get a lot of victory points or resources or whatever. Um, This is just a super tight design. And the best part about it is it's a Euro style game that plays in under 60 minutes. Most of those games just suck up so much of your time. They're so, you know, Terra Mystica type stuff where it's a slog and one thing goes wrong and you got to reset and it's another hour till you figure out who wins and you already know it's probably not going to be you. This takes away a lot of that and puts it in a really small package. I also really love how they're doing the dice in this game. And so you, you have uh, three different colors of dice and they sit on a bridge and you have to choose They're in order. You choose which side you want to take from. If you take the higher one, you know, you can get extra resources. If you take the lower one, it benefits you in some other ways by triggering things. So nine turns, lots of heavy choices, short play time, and it just looks really, really well designed. So I am super excited to get this. I'm hoping I can find it because it's a hot ticket item. But I would imagine at this point, you know, you can pick it up through Devere. I will be hunting down that Devere uh, booth and purchasing this post-haste. So that is the White Castle. I'm very excited to play this one. And this only plays up to four, so we probably won't play it at PAX, which is fine. Um, this is a board game night yeah. one, I think. But we'll see how things go. All right. Good lists. I, I There's a lot of... uh Normally, we go to these things and we walk away with some big box stuff and some, some real big purchases. There's a lot of smaller yeah. games in here. I think a lot of these are going to be getting played at PAX, which is why we're not bringing as much stuff. And I think we're going to have fun with the majority of them. Forest Shuffle sounds awesome. I really want to try Spicy. I know we probably won't play it there, but Sea Salt and Paper I think is going to be fun. I don't know. There's just a lot of good stuff in there. This is going to be good. And I, honestly, like most of those aren't hugely expensive. Like even the White well, Castle is probably the biggest game I have on here, except for maybe Distilled, which I think I'm going to pass on. And that's only 35 oh, nice. bucks, so we should, uh, we should be all right. We won't get smacked down too hard when we get home. <laughs> all right, let's jump into predictions. So I just drafted up a few ca- stupid categories. We'll see uh, how accurate we'll get when we do our recap episode uh, in a few weeks or a couple weeks, I should say. So, let's – why don't we start? This is going to be total games bought. So, this is total games bought between you, me, Brad, Joe, and Kirby. What do you think your number is going to be? You you go first for this one and I'll all go right. first for the
1: so next one. So, I'm saying 15 games.
0: 15 games total across all five yeah. of us. Okay. I'm going to go with – let's see. And I've, I've not put any thought into this. So this is me <laughs> – creating some dead air for you all to listen to. Uh I figure I'll probably pick up like 5. I think you're probably going to pick up at least 6 or 7. So we're looking at let's say 15. So yeah, you went. you're going roughly. over. Okay. And then I'm right. thinking maybe yeah, I'm thinking I'm going over. I'm, I'm thinking 17. Okay. I'm going to say 17 total right. okay. games purchased. I think that's my number. So I'm going to I'm going to write this down. I've got my pen here. So I predicted 15, you
1: predicted 17, right?
0: Games. 15 and 17 for the first category. I'll put a little K and All right. a little R. All right. 15 and 17. So we'll see how close we get. All right. Next category, uh so, total games played. So how many games, different games, not the same game twice, okay, so, but different games. Now, is this just play over the course Is
1: this of the just Hotel game? or is this Packs The Day of Packs 2? Do demo games count? Or how does that work? I'm not going to
0: I'm only going to count stuff we play all five. So of So okay, okay. Let's let's just do that. Or or you know what, Thursday night too cuz some of you guys will be down there Thursday night. So I'll I'll say Thursday night with four and fr- and uh, Friday Saturday. With well, five. there's only 3 of us let's Thursday. All right. Uh uh you Kirby yeah. Drew, Oh yeah, only 3 you Thursday. But still well, you'll play, play games. games, right? I hope. I would <laughs> you just yeah, went down to snuggle yeah. maybe.
1: All right, I won't count Thursday. We won't count Thursday. We'll count Friday night, Saturday. Right, that's what we'll count.
0: All right, so Fri- Friday, Saturday, and and stuff that's yeah, so just five-player
1: games only. All right, so
0: oh, let's see. Uh, you're going uh, first, right? I'm gonna say, yeah, I'm gonna say eight. I'm gonna say eight games, eight unique games. What do you think, man? This is tough. It's a tough one.
1: Because how do we 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 average out really badly in this one?
0: Because we end up playing a lot of games.
1: Yeah. We have I'm being a, yeah, we play here. a lot of games.
0: Considering we're buying a lot of smaller stuff. So you said right. eight? You said eight? Yeah, I think All eight. Right. Again, I'm being hopeful. Probably high, but I think I'm gonna go lower and I'm gonna say six. Six. Yeah. Six unique games. Alright. All right. All right that's reasonable. It's probably more uh towards what reality reflects over the last few years, I would say. All right. A very fun category. i uh, are going to go first for this one. Number of beers consumed. So that's dead soldiers on the shelf above the closet like last year that we managed to to pull down and let, we'll we'll just do Friday Saturday again. So how many oh, how many Jesus. beers? Um, this is where everyone finds out we have problems. Or a good time. It depends how you look. It.
1: See, I don't. I don't know what we did last year. I don't remember. I don't know what to compare it to.
0: I have no idea. So <laughs> I know it was a lot. There had to be. I'm going to guess there were at least 40 so cans.
1: So that's where my head was at. I was going to go year. around. Uh, I, 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 but do bads not?
0: There's no now cash prize. Is it prize only beer cans or stuff? is
1: it just uh, recycling in general? Okay, Let's so if someone beer. has like uh, coffees and stuff like it. Right. Coffee or whatever. Yeah. No, no, right, no, so doesn't what, count. Do bad drink eight, maybe, in two days. Right? If yeah. not, no. He's, he's, no. So that, no, it's not. Probably not that. That's, I was just going <laughs> to say like so six. six. And then you got the three drinkers. So f- I'll say 50.
0: 50. 50. All right. That's higher than I would guess. I'm going to say 42, the meaning of life. Forty two is my number. And that's just me picking that off the floor here. I don't I don't know. It's an educated guess from last year. All right. This will be your category because I don't know how many other people <laughs> are gonna be able to predict how many are even there. But promos or swag acquired. So promos is like promos for games, or swag is like, you know, a free carry bag <laughs> or you know, a pin this for is buying a game. really why like I go.
1: That's really so how many why do you I think go. Across the whole? Like is this is this is yeah. <laughs> um, so uh so Star Realms. Yep. I already took a picture of it. I have to get there. So Star Realms is doing a Did you ever play Star Realms with me?
0: I have never played oh, Star Realms, buddy. if you can believe it. We've talked oh, about this God. before, you I think.
1: Play Star. But anyway, one of the factions is a green faction, right? And they're like more like alien type ships, right? And they have a promo that just came out called the Blob Turkey. And it's basically a Thanksgiving turkey as a spaceship. <laughs> and it's going to be at PAX. So I have to get one. It's amazing. So I have to get one. Green's my favorite faction. Their ships are so cool in, in that game. Uh, okay. Sorry. So nice. Okay. But you, so. But you guys pick stuff up whether you know that's what you want or not. So I'm yeah. thinking I'm thinking this is a tough like one.
0: this is the hardest 30. one. 30. I'll
1: say 30.
0: 30 promos yeah. or swag across, across five all people. of us. Okay. All right. I'm going to say 10. Dude, I'm, I'm gonna here.
1: go low. I'm gonna get ten myself. You might break that's that number, dude. By that's yourself. why you have to go higher. <laughs> I'm telling you now, 10's too low. You think ten? is You too haven't even seen I'll my. Go with, do you want me uh, to go over my top five then. promos? I'm going to get. Do you want to hear that list? So oh that's my what I'm God, saying. No. You're wrong.
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna go fifteen then, because you're the only <laughs> person that looks for it. So, All right. although I will say this year, so I, I my daughter is aware of the Penny Arcade. Have you heard of Penny Arcade? Yes. So uh, they they have stuff for sale at like their merch booth, but also when you buy games in certain places, you get like exclusive pins Uh and so on and so forth. So she now wants me to try to get some of the promotional pins for her. And I'm like, well, honey, I probably won't be buying those games. So that means I have to buy the – the buttons or the pins themselves. And they're like $30 yeah, the- a piece. She's like, well, you could just get one. And I'm like, do you have $30 for daddy to take? <laughs> it's like, I'd love to get her. Some, right but they're so expensive. Do you have, we'll see that. Could, take that pictures. Could hold
1: that list. So, cause if I buy stuff and they have pins and they'll throw them in, I'll grab them. But I need to know, you know, that kind of stuff.
0: All right. I'll shoot you the link. Right. There's a whole a whole penny arcade hunt for PAX oh, Unplugged Jesus. 2023. Yeah. I'll, I'll okay. shoot it over. And right. You can see it. I will help. It's pretty cool. I, I do think the pins are awesome. I love that they do that. And Dude, that whole community the pin around it is, really is neat. something special, it's
1: man.
0: It's awesome. It's really crazy. It's totally up your alley too. It's just more shit. To I, yeah, out.
1: that's why I don't do it. <laughs> and
0: that's some why of it's so exclusive. It that's why I don't. Yeah. yeah. Trying, oh, you're smart. Trying you're trying smart. Not get into that. I can see, I could totally see myself <laughs> doing it too, but, you know, I don't know if I want to open that can of worms. Okay. Um, last category, and this isn't a, a numerical one, but favorite game of the weekend. So, of all the games that we're bringing and all the games that we're going to play, you know, either that <laughs> So, we we assuming or that we we're assuming we're going to play them. <laughs> <Right>. What's our. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, I, I'm, I'm thinking we probably will play. At least one or two we bring each, plus at least one or two that we've picked up there. Especially if we get some of like Forest yeah. Shuffle or or Spicy, where they're, yeah. you know, shorter. Let's say. So why don't why don't you pick? Did you, yeah, you went first last time. Um, Go ahead. What do you think? This is I think Expedition is, really
1: is going to steal the show. I think so. You think so. Expedition.
0: We know the group mm-hmm. likes
1: Scythe and the other games that the group really likes yes that's I think true this has a little bit more of of that other stuff yeah. so I'm gonna say expeditions
0: so I'm going to uh, that makes I, I didn't even think about that that makes it even harder why, so I, why? oh my god uh, I think I'm gonna go uh, this is awful there's too many good choices like I my first thought was Forest Shuffle, I because thought, I think it's going to end up just I being thought Forest really Shuffle, fun. too. That was my
1: first thought, but then I just know that the group really likes Scythe and the mechanics of this new game. I think they're going to dig, because it's got, like, yeah.
0: a little bit of uh, that. I'll, I'll pick something different, and I'm just going to... I'll go with Spicy. Okay. I think we'll we'll play Spicy okay. and have fun with it. All that's right. That's my guess. Uh, and I think we'll be able to play it a couple times, which will probably help. If I can find it, I guess that's part of it is maybe I shouldn't be picking a game. That yeah, uh, that's
1: honestly, play. that was the other reason why I didn't but pick for a right. shuffle. Cause what if it's sold out or what if I, I, I it's, you know, I can't find it, you know? Yeah.
0: Yep. Well, we'll see. We'll try again, no cash prizes. If we're right or wrong, this is just for uh, shits and giggles to see what, what shows up after the fact. But I, th- I like our lists. We'll see if we can hit these marks, especially that beer mark. If we can get to 50 cans, I'll, I'll be proud. I don't want to set any records, <laughs> so I want to remember the games we played. Nice. I think that's important. All right. Uh, let's hop into BackBot. You already went through quite a big list. I'm just going to sit here and shut up because I didn't anything. buy anything. I'm just uh, hoarding hoarding my clams so that I can get uh, what I want at PAX. And haven't purchased anything since my last Target order where I got Renature, Root, and Honey Buzz. So give us the list of what's left, so- and then we will uh, we'll say goodbye to everybody And hopefully we'll get to see. Yeah.
1: So um, did I mention that I was backing the Ahoy expansion last episode? I don't think so. Right? No. So I did go over to backer kit and throw our friends over at leader. The, uh, the expansion for uh, Ahoy, it really looks like they're taking the the game into a whole uh, new fun direction. I believe it's adding player count as well. So that's always good. Uh, which could make Ahoy a uh, – hopefully a Game Night game in 2024, but then also a packed game in 2024. <laughs> oh, my God. So, I love that. Uh, so, yeah. So, that's the only thing I've backed since last Wii you recorded. <sighs> All right, Ryan. Okay, are you ready? <laughs> <laughs> Take like right. a deep so, breath. So, I think on the last episode, I mentioned that we had bought tickets to get in early on – Friday morning, Black Friday, which is their board game day. So your ticket also got you 150 It got you in the door at 7.30 when everyone else shows up at 9. Uh, and I'll explain why now even more than ever. That was the greatest thing ever. But uh, you also got a $150 swag bag, they called it. However, when we got there, it was a box. Ryan, these boxes are – this is a full box of – the, the the apiary box that gets shipped. So it's five games of apiary fit in the swag box. Wow. So anyway. So when you walk in, they have two, which I think is almost like two cafeteria lengths of tables full of games on sale, just stacks and stacks and stacks of different games. And then on top of it, their used board game section was twenty five percent off. Okay, so oh my god. He, so I will go through the Blacklight or the Black Friday games that I purchased first. Um, so the first was a, a little card game called Fairy Lights. Uh, this is one I was thinking could be a really good game for work. Uh, it's normally twenty two dollars. It was ten dollars. Wormholes. We talked about Gosher. We talked about this other one is Flashback Zombie Kids, which is the sequel to Zombie Kids Zombie Teens, uh, which my son and I really loved. That's a twenty five dollar game. I paid fifteen for. There was a trick taking game called Nine Lives. Normally twenty dollars. This thing was twelve, so I got that. Ryan again in our trick taking love. Um, again, it looks like a. It- Takes trick taking into a whole new direction. And then this next game was on my packs list. And this is the one that still might make it. And this is called Queen by Midnight. And this is a pretty new game. The art in this game looks so amazing. It just looks like it might be bigger of a table presence than we need for packs, but um, it plays three to six. It's a battle royale deck building game where you use tactics to battle with each other. But it's a stunning. But it's this table, I guess, has this giant clock tower that sits um, that will track your turns. It'll give you cards to buy, and is the di- it's a dice tower too. So this game is, I believe, a seventy dollar game that I paid thirty five dollars for. Uh so I couldn't I couldn't pass Jesus. on this one knowing that it probably was not gonna be thirty five dollars at packs. So that was the Black Friday games that, that were all on sale. Okay. I then picked up the uh so in the U section, I picked up a, a Ryan Lockett Red Raven game called The Ancient World. I don't even believe it's in print anymore. I, I paid $21 for it used. I could, and I opened it up. It was part of it was still in the wrapper. So this game was never played. So I was like, okay, out of print, Ryan lock game. Sure. For $21. And yeah, then I picked up a, another little box card game thinking, uh, that this might be something for some of our smaller days. But this is, uh, done by the designer of, uh, Ascension and Soul Forge Justin Gary, and it's called Ringmaster. Uh, welcome to the Big Top. Um, and I think this is another out-of-print game uh, from Ultra Pro, Ultra Pro and Stoneblade. So this I paid for, I think it was $11. So I couldn't beat that. And then my son picked up uh, a game called Halloween Party. Again, a little card box from Trick or Treat Studios. The art looks really cool. And it was 10 bucks. So I threw that in the cart. Uh, and then I picked up some, some odds and ends gifts for other people. Uh, I got uh, a couple Taco Gat goat cheese pizza versions for people. I got some Spotted's for some Christmas gifts. So all in all, that was my Friday morning. Okay. Now, when we got to the car. So first we had to take our, our bags to the car first. <laughs> and then come back for our swag box. So Ryan, inside the swag box. <laughs> so inside the swag box was a were two stickers from from the game store, a branded beanie from the game store. They have a really cool like weird little mouse logo head, which is kind of cool. So it's a nice beanie, and it came with one, two, three, four. And then there were five games inside the swag box. I talked about District Noir was the two-player. There was the My Little Pony deck-building game from Renegade. There was the Sorcerer's Arena uh, Epic Alliance core set from The Op. If, you've, if, you've, if you know, that's like the Disney Unmatched. I don't know if you've ever seen that. Yeah. I'm looking at this. It is uh, a game called Coatl from Synapse Games. Which is, looks like that weird, um, like an Aztec dragon game, where you're trying to make these uh, intricate sort of uh, Aztec dragons, which look kind of cool. And the pieces look really nice. <laughs> and then they threw in, which is funny. If you know anything back to our, like, I think what, first or second podcast and destinies. Yeah. So, how crazy is that for a box? So, right. Absurd. And what did you pay? So the ticket. So the. So what? You just get the so box. So the ticket for was seventy five dollars. Okay. Um, which then got you that box. And the box yeah. just comes along with and it. The, and the seventy five dollars goes to charity. I thought that was kind of nice. Yeah, that's very. So cool. then we
0: played wormholes. So you'll do this again.
1: Uh, as long as we're having Thanksgiving in Maryland, I will. <laughs> that's fine with me. And then uh, when we played wormholes. I think we played Wormholes on Friday, or yeah, either Friday or Saturday. And they liked it so much they wanted to go back and, and get it and get a copy. So they had four copies still left on sale. Oh, nice! That so that we went we went back uh, this morning, and then this morning is when I really hit the used game sale hard. I got uh, that Elimino, which we talked about. I got a game called I, the Dark Overlord. Uh, which again is a higher player count game. I picked up a a Phil Walker Harding game that I never even heard of called Dungeon Raiders from DeVere. Which I think is might have been like maybe one of his earlier games. I don't know how old it is. Yes. But it felt like um Welcome to the like a very more tactical Welcome to the Dungeon, from what I read. And then I picked up Still on the sale table, which I passed the first day, is uh, the Marvel Unmatched that has Moon Knight. My son is a big fan of Moon Knight. So, I got the Marvel Unmatched uh, for 25 bucks, which was, I think, a $50. It's a $50 set. And then the last thing I purchased, uh, this is what took the place of Spicy, is a game called Animal Poker. And on the box, it said, this is not a poker game. So, it plays four to eight. And basically, you're trying to uh, get the position you deserve based on your performance. So uh, you're trying to uh, it's a card sh- it's a card shedding game, uh, and I guess depending how you play, what you play, uh, depends if you win or not, or where you're at in the uh, the ranking. So the joke of it is, will you become the CEO, or you're going to fetch the coffee? Um, but again, it's done by the same pub- publisher
0: that did Hungry Monkey and Spicy. So I took a chance on that one. Would, uh, the fact that it has animals in it have any bearing on your choice? It did sway, it overstim- did sway it a
1: little bit. Um,
0: <laughs>
1: but, uh, but that's that. Um, and then as we were left the game store, uh, Friday morning on Black Friday, I did. Make a purchase from Buttonshy. That was the only other company that I did, um, any Black Friday purchases from. Uh, I bought, they were, did, they had two new games. Actually, they had three new games out of a list, but they only were selling X amount of copies. So, uh, Elizabeth Hardgrave has a new one called Picky Pixie. So I picked that one up. Uh, and then there's a Walking Dead Buttonshy game with that uses the card art. Like the comic book art. Um, so Yeah, I saw that one. Uh, so, it also comes, I guess, with an expansion. So, I picked that up. And then I picked up Apropos of Movies, which is done by um, Peter C. Hayward from Blue uh, Bluebeard Games. So, that looked kind of interesting. So, just a small little order from Buttonshy for their Black Friday sale. And that, Ryan,
0: is what I bought. So... Final question, and then we'll wrap up. What did your your wife think of the absurd amount of games you picked up in the last week? And the fact that you're going to buy more. Well, it wasn't
1: we a think. week. It was two days. Um, it was Friday and Sunday. <laughs> so, <laughs> you're um, not helping. No, I know. Um, no, I think it, it actually – Deal's a deal kind of thing? I mean, yeah. I mean, these were such good prices. And Ryan, I could have been crazier. Like, they had more unmatched on sale. I could have bought all the other unmatched they don't have. They had, uh, the quacks expansion for 20 bucks. Uh, the alchemists. I could have bought that. I didn't buy that. They had, I mean, Ryan, when I tell you they had tables, they had tables, they had tables just and piles and piles. And what was crazy, it was gone by when we went back on Sunday. The board game was this, the board game just became half of one of the tables. It was crazy. Like, so they sell out a lot and the prices were no joke. Good. It's good, I guess, like full Kickstarter pledges of stuff. That, you know, of other games.
0: Um, wow. Like, there was just so much that I was just so impressed with it, you know? It's like taking a cokehead into Columbia and just being mm-hmm. like, go wherever you want. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's, it's insane. Yeah. Well, I can say two things for certain. Number one, I'm glad you found a lot of good deals. And number two, I'm glad I wasn't there because yeah, they, they had I would just, not have had a PAX budget left.
1: Well, like I said, they had the deal of the deal that deal with the devil game. Uh, there was other things that I was yeah. going to tempt you with, and I just didn't. I I didn't tempt you. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. I'm glad you didn't. And you also weren't asking a lot of the questions during the day, so I was like, all right. I guess he doesn't want to know, because then if he knows, then he's going to want to have a that have was a bag come up. So
0: 100 intentional. So you know,
1: you know me, buddy. Yeah, you know so, me. I didn't feel like I was being. Oh, uh, if, if I had. <laughs>
0: Yeah. If I had been there or tried to engage, you would have found stuff I wanted. And I guarantee you, I would have said, pull the trigger. So, I I just –
1: The prices were so good. Like, you couldn't beat the the, the deals. Um, Now, granted, not everything in the store was on sale. But, like, the two special tables were really good prices, you know?
0: Yeah. Well, good. Well, that gives us more to play, like we said. And we'll have lots more to talk about, which is also great. Because all of you that listen – Really enjoy getting to hear us talk about this stuff, or at least we think. So if you do like it, I'm going to segue into the end of the show here. Please leave us a review, like, rate, subscribe, whatever to the show, wherever you get your podcasts. Any reviews you leave can help us out a lot in terms of exposure. So please rate us and, and leave a review. We really appreciate your time, and hopefully we can get the, the show out to some more folks and uh, you know, get more folks like yourself listening and enjoying Uh, If you want to hit us up on the internet, you can find us at www.playgameslosefriends.com. You can check out our Instagram account at PlayGamesLoseFriends or our Twitter slash x account at PGLFshow. We are active in both places, so check that out as well. If you want to email us about questions of the show, topics you want us to cover, anything else you want to talk about with board games or game related, email us at PlayGamesLoseFriends at gmail.com. That is going to do it. We will be at PAX on Friday. We'll be walking around the floor. Uh, we have no way of identifying ourselves because we're lazy and didn't get Play Games, Lose Friends t-shirts made because we may be getting a new logo soon. so Yeah, so room, for that. rumor has it that might be coming in 2024. So, <laughs> Yeah, exciting. Exciting. So once we do get some swag, you'll be able to hunt us down, but we'll, we'll try to bounce around. I will be at the... Uh, the uh chicken fried dice demo at 12 and i'll also be at the uh the q a with uh mike rulick and jerry hawkins at one o'clock so hopefully i'll see some of you folks there but otherwise we will be at pax on friday if you can find us we'll say hi and if you are going have a great time if you're not sorry you can't make it hopefully you can make it next year and to everyone else all the best so we will be back in a couple weeks to talk about how the show went thank you everyone for joining us tonight we look forward to getting to chat later. So we will see you all then. See you folks. Later.